Welcome to the Becker's Ambulatory Surgery Center's podcast. I'm Maura Deirda, an editor at Becker's Healthcare, and I'm thrilled to welcome Rebecca Payne, administrator of Beckley Surgery Center in West Virginia. Rebecca, could you please introduce yourself? Uh, yes, um, I'm the vice president and administrator for Beckley Surgery Center located in Beckley, West Virginia. Uh, we're a multi-specialty center. We have been in business for 21 years, and uh, we have the specialties of ophthalmology, um, ENT, facial plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, podiatry, and orthopedics in our center. Where is your ASC today, especially with the pandemic, and how much has it changed since the pandemic began? Um, so our ASC is open, and we're proceeding with caution, and currently at about 125% of our prior volume. Uh, we implemented a reopening plan, which included enhanced housekeeping in our preoperative areas between patients, as well as enhanced cleaning in procedure rooms and ORs. Um, we are performing preoperative screening, and in the case of general anesthesia, uh, we are conducting the preoperative testing for COVID. And those are just to name a few areas to the criteria that we had to meet in order to be approved for reopening in our state. I see. That makes a lot of sense. And looking ahead, what, if any, preparations are you making for a potential second surge of COVID-19 later this year? Well, we're continuing to purchase PPE in larger quantities, so we're more or less increasing our PAR levels to accommodate supply shortages. Uh, we're also looking for additional PRN staff in the event we have employees who become quarantined or just need to stay at home to care for children due to school closings. Um, and we're continuously looking to the CDC for changes and guidance so that we can protect our patients and staff. And we meet frequently to discuss concerns and are prepared to uh, react quickly when necessary. Where do you see your center headed in the next 18 to 24 months? Is there anything you see changing? What do you think will be the same? We're just going to continue working and um, trying to develop our center, and that would be to include adding new specialties, new physicians, but we're going to keep our eyes open for the changes in the pattern of this pandemic and be willing to make whatever changes we have to make to keep our patients and employees safe. It's a forever changing environment, so I think you can very easily overthink what's going to happen in the next 18 to 24 months, and I've found that even in the first couple of weeks of reopening, if you just focus on continuing to take care of the patients and the staff while keeping your eyes open, that that's really the best plan for now. Absolutely. I know you just mentioned having adding physicians as well to the surgery center. How are you thinking about growth in that respect and physician recruitment? What are some of the best opportunities that you're seeing? Well, um, you know, as I said, regardless of um, the current challenges, we are continuing to recruit and planning for growth regardless um, of what turns this pandemic takes in the future. And I believe our opportunity is really strong now. Uh, we have a safe environment where um, infectious patients aren't being treated. We weren't treating infectious patients before, and we're certainly not treating them now. Um, and I suspect that regardless of what happens in the hospital environment, that ASCs will likely remain open for elective surgeries. And I feel that our ASC is giving surgeons a venue to continue working. So we'll definitely be recruiting in our current specialties and welcoming new doctors as they express interest. 
You know, during the pandemic, there was a lot of discussion about what is essential surgery and what can be postponed or delayed for a time. How do you anticipate that discussion could potentially affect surgery centers and future decisions about surgery even after the pandemic? Well, I think that our local and national economies are facing some real challenges, and I don't think that we can continue to suspend elective surgeries and particularly those ones that are performed in a safer environment such as an ASC um, without the consideration of financial hardships in the very near future. I believe we're gonna have to continue to find ways to create the safest environment so that we can continue to move forward with elective surgeries. While many specialty surgeries really aren't considered essential, early intervention in many cases will prevent long-term issues for patients. So I believe our healthcare providers and other professionals in the field need to get out there and get involved in discussions that will help our state and national leaders make informed decisions when they're considering shutting down elective surgeries in hospitals or in outpatient settings. Got it, and I have one more question before we wrap up here. What is the biggest staffing challenges that you're facing today and how are you meeting a variety of needs that your staff has while also setting a great culture at the center? Well, we have individuals who can't return to work right now, some of them um, due to family members that are sick and uh, they're at higher risk if they would um, become exposed to an illness like COVID-19. We also are in need of PRN staffing uh, more than we currently have on staff, and we're really reluctant to put the center in a position to be overstaffed with full-time employees for the fear of decreased volume in the near future. So all of that kind of leads us to being somewhat understaffed at the moment uh, to accommodate the backlog of cases and um, the temporary high volume. So um, the great part is being a small center, we can react really quickly to a changing environment. Uh, So being available to listen and act on concerns uh, when appropriate and keep our employees informed. We've done things like we've added um, the UV sterilization, we've provided N95 masks, uh, which I understand not all centers are providing for their employees, but other various um, options for PPE at their request just to make them feel like they're operating in a safe environment. And we also, we ask for their input a lot. And I feel that that's been one of the most valuable actions that we've taken to create a great culture in our center during this time. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rebecca. It has been a pleasure to speak with you and I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you so much.